Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast, where we have the Jaguar fan, the charismatic one, Victory Monday. I know him as Zero. Victory Monday. Y'all know him as the Chancellor. Zero in the building. What you got going on? Victory Monday. And of course, Lando in the building. This is the Between Brothers Podcast. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are seeing us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And comment down below. Let us know what you think. What we can do better. What we could do worse. Actually, I don't know what we could do worse, so huh? well, we can do better. Follow us on Instagram at Asta.media, Twitter at BTW and Bros Podcast. Join the Facebook page. We have a Facebook group, and we also have a TikTok between us podcast. So, it was Thanksgiving. Yes. You came to the crib. Yes. We had a good time. As always. We ate some good food. I'm mad at myself for that. You mad at yourself for what? I didn't get a to-go plate. But but I did eat at two different places, so... (laughs) Yeah, but you know... The food at the Thomas residence is next level. That's that next level. That though, when you ask for next gen stats to Thanksgiving dinners, you gotta come to the Thomas crib. But um, outside of Thanksgiving, what else you had going on this week? nothing just work like like always like um actually i had a four yeah four day weekend basically uh yeah off thursday friday saturday and sunday um i tried to watch the uh ohio state michigan game but that wasn't doing um, watch the uh, watch the Jaguars beat uh, beat Houston. We needed that victory. Um, it were third in the AFC. Yeah, my team's third in the AFC due to uh, Baltimore's win and um, Kansas City having the tiebreaker over us. So. Only way we can get over is Kansas City is if we win one more game than they do. And we have to beat Baltimore. If we finish with the same record, we'd have the tiebreaker over Baltimore to get the number one seed. But it looks like our the final team we're gonna have trouble with is Baltimore because it looks like uh looks like yeah, it looks like they'll be healthy walk going into that game since Burrow's out. But that's neither here nor there. Like, um, really hasn't been wasn't much going on during the week. Just uh just work. Like nothing more, nothing less. That's what's up. Um ain't really nothing happened on think side of Thanksgiving. Um we I don't think I did anything right. I did, I don't think I did anything the whole weekend. Sat. I don't think I left the house Saturday. Yeah, no, I didn't leave the house Saturday. Um, went to the gym. I went to the gym on Thanksgiving. And I was like, yo, you could tell it's Thanksgiving today. Because there was all kind of breasts and yams out of the gym. I was like, yo, I've never seen 
so much skin on a winter, on a on an autumn day. Now I know we at the gym, don't get me wrong. But I, to be honest, in all honesty, I usually see the ladies a little more covered up. Not complaining at all. I'm just saying what I noticed. And you know what I'm saying? The God has made the woman's body a work of art. So I was just admiring the paintings. I was reminded. I mean, there was a couple Picassos in there. But there was a lot of Leonardo da Vinci. So if y'all understand what I'm saying, I'm saying like, you know, Picasso, they're very, you know, you got your eye on your ear and stuff like that. Yeah, like and there's a couple of them. But so um You know what that we, was about, right? Nah. Somebody at the gym's trying to be somebody's plus one at Thanksgiving dinner. Hey. <laughs> I ain't mad at my man, too, but yeah, we put in good work, went to the, so I go to One Life Fitness, um, so apparently One Life isn't a nationwide gym, I thought it was, but I guess I, I might have been confusing them with Planet Fitness, but um, One Life is generally, for those who may be listening outside of um, Virginia, uh, or wherever there's a One Life, I think it's only like five or six states, they they you know it's it's a it's a gym it's a gym where to be honest they have the most eye candy at that gym but i don't go to that gym i only go to that gym on weekends reason being is because uh they open about three hours earlier than the rec center that i normally go to on on the weekends so i don't now they open two hours earlier on Saturdays because they open at seven on Saturdays and seven on Sundays. But five hours earlier, no, four hours earlier because they they open at 11. The rec center opens at 11 on Sundays and um, I ain't about to be waiting all day because I don't, I don't eat until after I work out. So I'm not waiting until one o'clock in the afternoon to eat. So that's just me. Uh, for but that's just how I feel comfortable when it comes to working out. But um, I go into the gym the next day, so I go to the rec center, and this lady says, um, I haven't seen her, and it's probably because it's a weird day because they open at nine on Black Friday, and so it's a lady I normally don't see. I don't know that what her schedule is, but I usually am in the gym at seven in the morning. And uh, and um, she goes, oh, you uh, you have you have you you trying to work off that Thanksgiving dinner. And to be honest, I really didn't eat Thanksgiving. So, but I'm like, why would I, why would you? Which to be honest, I would never go to the gym on Black Friday ever again. It was packed, and I guess that's the idea that everybody's in there working off their Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, no, I'm here because I'm here. I be here. But she, I don't, I've never seen her. She's never seen me. So I would understand why she thinks, why she would think that, but felt a little bit insulted. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. If you think that I'm out here chiseling this masculine physique just because of Thanksgiving, when I'm literally here every day, five days a week, I have a problem. Again, she gets a pass because I've never seen her. But she does work there. Um, she does work there. Uh, and, you know, she knew the procedures and all that. So she does, she, she's probably been working there for a while. She just probably not, when I get there, I ain't on her shift. It's probably what's going on. But, um, but yeah, you know, um, did some good work at the gym. Um, that was really it. I, I stayed home all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm trying to think if I left the house Sunday either. Yeah, I had to get some groceries. So yeah, yeah, we went grocery shopping Sunday morning. That's the only reason I left the house. So, so yeah, man. And um, you know, bake some bread, bake some delectable cookies. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here trying to perfect my cookie recipe. Shout to Big Bro, Big Mike, for 
for inspiring me to get to the bacon. But um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much been my week. Been practicing some 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 uh, some baking. Made some cookies, some chocolate chip cookies. They're my favorite snack or treat. Um, and uh, made some bread that my mother used to make, or at least eh, it wasn't quite as it wasn't quite right. But um, but I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I might need about two, three more runs at it to get that optimum flavor. <laughs> but anyways, um, this is going to be a pop of trunk production. This is going to be a short episode because I'm having some audio issues. Hopefully, um, you know, this doesn't, there's some sound stuff going on on my end. And I'm not 100% sure if it's going to come through once the video gets uploaded, but hopefully our sound will be sounding good after some editing and stuff like that, or at least on my end. Um, but because it's a popular trunk production, I want to ask you something that I heard on on um, Stephen A. Smith's podcast, and that was Tom Brady saying that the NFL is mad soft now and how he wasn't throwing over the middle and all this other stuff because Ray Lewis was there and you might lose your guy for three, four weeks because Ray Lewis is coming. And um, a lot of people have been saying that the NFL is soft. So I don't want to really get into that, but Tom Brady also benefited and probably extended his career five or six years because the NFL has gotten softer. So I want to ask you, fair or foul, Tom Brady saying the NFL soft when a lot of the rules have changed because of him? Um, I would say I would say fair only because I don't think he's actually like well, I don't I wish I wish he would have actually like if he would have come if he would have denied that he didn't benefit from it I would say foul because it's like you know you you're sitting here criticizing it but you like you say you he extended his career because of it like you you can go a little bit further back like when he tore his ACL yeah when he tore his ACL and then they came back and basically you can't after that you can't hit a quarterback below the knees which of course safety but I know that's what they keep on saying is safety this is safety that but it's like you know football's a collision sport you know physics can't allow somebody allow a pass rusher to be running full speed and then to expect them to stop on a dime because the quarterback threw the ball away in a point three seconds before he got hit. It's like, you know, uh, but I get it because, you know, you can't, if you hit a receiver while he's still in the air, <laughs> catching a pass, he's defenseless. It's like, it, like, it's taken. Like it's taking the physicality away from the game, which basically, well, not all of it, of course, but I think it's fair that he said that because of the fact that you could see like the money comes from scoring the points and having your best players on the field, and uh, if you like, you said like he said. Ray Lewis, you could lose a guy, Ray Lewis, uh, and throw it over the middle with Ray Lewis, you could lose a guy for three or four weeks. It's like, all of a sudden, points go down, people aren't interested. It's basically a points-driven league anyway, so you gotta do it. They're gonna do everything that they can in order for them to uh, make sure that points are on the board. And if that means changing the rules... The the only thing I have an issue with, and I, I think Tom Brady's foul, because like I said, he, he's complaining about a league that extended his career. So, you know, 
like they changed the rule. They changed a lot of rules for the sake of Tom Brady. And, you know, but what he said had validity to it. People, people would go like, I know more people who would go to a hockey game just to watch the fight. They're just hoping for the fight versus if it's a 1-0 game. Now, of course, you know, goals are exciting. But um, when they've taken away, I remember the Panthers used to throw rats on the on the on the ice after every like that that like those ex- those things made like goal scoring exciting. And of course, we want people or you know, your casual football fan wants to see points, but we also love football for the big hits too. And also, there's a strategy to it. Because, yeah, Tom Brady or guys ain't going over the middle when you got Ray Lewis in the center of your field or you got a Cam Chancellor or Ronnie Lott in the middle of the field. That's why you game plan for that. Huh? That's why you can game plan for that. That's what I'm saying. So when you got a guy, it's similar to, like, all – there's a, so many great players that you got to strategize for. All the great players you got to strategize for. Um, but you also, there's there's an intimidation factor that comes into it as well. You know, we they, there used to be this phrase called, you know, guys getting alligator arms when they get over the middle. Um, like, you couldn't stop Randy Moss, even though he, the only, the, 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 the his middle routes would be, deep post patterns he wouldn't run a deep end he would, would be a deep post pattern so like he wouldn't he wouldn't um so there's and you i see a lot of guys throwing into the middle of the field way more often than they used to um and so it's like all right if you don't have that like if you got a guy like a fred warner who can bang and then you don't have that intimidation factor then it's just like well, yeah, but I, Fred Warner's there, but I don't have to worry about him all that much, you know, because, he, you know, he, he can't do something to my wide receiver or tight end. Like, you know, I, I'll never forget. I don't think Dustin Keller has gotten up since Ray Lewis blew him up that one game on Monday night. I don't think, also, and I was a diehard Jets fan back then. I'm die easy now for those who listen for the first time. But, like, I also I I don't think I I don't think I've seen him on a football field since. And you know, and I'm a Jets fan, rooting for the Jets, because the Jets are actually decent then. And I and I thought Dustin Keller was a good tight end. And he wasn't great tight end, he was a really good tight end though. Um and I'm like, and I got excited over that hit. One of my guys getting hit, and I'm like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I miss. I mean, those hits happen, but it's so. You used to get like, you used to get like four or five of those hits every game, and now you might you might get one. You might get one of those, and it's just like, okay, there's a strategy of, hey, you can't go, you can't do these certain routes because Ray Lewis is gonna be there. Just like you can't. Whoever who whoever's on whoever whoever Revis is on isn't getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? He might get you might throw the ball at him four or five times. He might get two or three catches, and you just hope that you know he can he can he can get away from Revis from Revis if he catches it um, to get extra yards and or 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 an Ed Reed where you know there was that one play that Bill Belichick talked about where um he fooled Peyton Manning and he was like he was he knew where Peyton Manning wanted to go but then he acted like he was following his eyes because yeah. he could that like there's there's so there's so there's so little strategy and I think that's why so many and I think and you know Tom Brady said like the coaching is falling off but I think that's why there's a lot of bum ass coaches they don't really need to strategize they don't have to think deeper into the game. They just like, okay, listen, we're just gonna draw some plays up and 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 they should work. And that's why you got, I mean, not saying these guys are bum ass coaches, but like 
Kyle Shanahan is Kyle Shanahan's having his way with a lot of defenses because they don't have that in because you can't hit guys and you can't dominate guys. And of course they, you know, they have an excellent roster too, but Kyle Shanahan, you know, Kyle Shanahan probably is, or I shouldn't say Kyle Shanahan specifically, but Brock Purdy is able to go certain areas with the ball because he don't, because he don't, his receivers don't have to worry about certain things. Or, you know, quarterback doesn't have to worry about getting hit, um, getting hit, getting put out the game. And ironically, with all these safety things, we still lost Joe Burrow for the season. We still lost um, uh, uh, a lot of, especially the running backs. We're seeing more running back injuries, season-ending injuries more than anything now. So um, I don't know. And then also the offensive players can get away with a lot, or it's like they get, it's like the, the it's only for the defense. All these rules are only for the defense. The tush push rule, you're not, as a defensive player, you can't push a guy. You can't even, like what, on a field goal, you can't line up in a certain position. You can't even line up there. Not even, even you if you can't line just, up over the snap, the long snapper. You even if it. you didn't rush, you, you, see, you can't even line up over him. But you can't jump and land on a player. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like it's it's strange. It's strange, and then also guys, you know, it's like guys forgot how to tackle. Because all I know is I've never seen so many dudes getting hurtled over in my life until about four or five years ago. Yeah, like that used to that used to lead that used to lead to you. Know, um, what's that dude? That wide receiver, BB. That laying on the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> that used to lead to that. I ain't never seen nobody hurling over grown men because their head is down in the grass except for looking at the target. So I don't know. I, I, I don't like the fact that Tom I, I wish it was I wish it was somebody else. Yeah, I know Alex <laughs> Smith. I know Alex Smith disagreed with him. I wish it was somebody more physical. Like Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Cam is probably gonna say something about it too. <laughs> he gonna go on his podcast and say something about it too, or his show. Not always the show, or pod. I don't know which one, which is which. Um. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that Tom Brady will deny that he has that he's uh that he benefited from the rules. But he's probably seeing it from he probably look at it from because I know he said he's been watching. I guess he still is like he probably sees it from a different perspective, but still uses his it still uses like him being yeah um Look at it as a spectator type of thing is probably what he was trying to trying to say. Look at it, look at it from not even from like being in the field of play, maybe. And he see he was like, "Oh, this is really mediocre." No, I, I think he's looking at it from his from his professional lens. Like because, like the average spectator is not going to notice a lot of the things that Tom Brady notices. And, you know, of course, Tom Brady was a big film guy, you know, studying everything and, you know, very intelligent guy. So I don't think he's which going to, at which it from to me, that angle. Which to me is weird because it's like you waited until you retired to say this. I mean, he, why would he say it when he's playing, though? That's what I'm saying. I don't mind him saying it now. I just wish it wasn't him saying it because, like I said, he probably benefited the most. I wish it was more of a physical quarterback who's like yo like these dudes soft now like you know what I'm saying you can't touch guys like you know like I used to have I used to have to shrug off 13 guys like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yo there's only 11 on the field well even my own teammates try to tackle me twice like <laughs> that's how many people it took to take me down like I wish it was more that type of person than like Tom Brady well I forget what game it was but like he got hit like a little late. It wasn't even like egregiously late, but he got hit late and he just got up and stared down the ref <laughs> until he threw the flag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he was nah, walking I can't, him too. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't, 
I can't co-sign him saying but, but that. I think, but that, I think that was like what a couple of years after his um, they changed the rule for hitting a quarterback. Um, low. Yeah, no, yeah, one hundred percent. But I, but you know what I'm saying? He like, bro, you better throw that flag. <laughs> I don't know who you think this is. You know they just changed the rule for me. You, they, they, they changed the rule and they, and they never enforced the tuck rule until I came through. <laughs> Nah, you better throw that. The ref looks so terrified. But you know, <laughs> forgot. It's like, damn. It was like, what, am I supposed to do something? Oh, oh, oh! Let me throw the flag. Yo, y'all must have forgot. Because um, I know. Because uh, I'm wondering also, is the because uh, like you said, the coaching as well. Because it seems like when you see a guy, like you'll have a team. That uh, no team is like no running back can run on this team, and then all of a sudden they play you play uh Christian McCaffrey and y'all can't tackle. Yeah, tackling has gotten really bad. That's one of the things Denver had struggled with early in the season when their defense was just pathetic. They couldn't tackle anybody, and I don't know what coach it was, but he coached for the Carolina Panthers and they were bad, and then he ended up going over there. And he implemented like this gang tackling rule. Whereas like one guy holds him the and the rest better be coming. And so it's just like, maybe somebody needs to do that. Or, you know, cause they're not allowed to really hit as much in practice anymore. So you're getting sloppy blocking and sloppy tackling early in the season. But, you know, giving them 70 points is still preposterous. But like, that's, but they, it was a lot of that. Like even when they played Washington, I was watch that game. And it was just like they they just could no there was no it was like there was no such thing as one on one tackling in that game. If you if a guy got hands on somebody one on one, he was not bringing them down. And I'm like, yo, like, but that's, but but I guess when you're trying to think if it's okay to tackle a guy in a certain way, your 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 form is gonna break down, and you're not. And of course, you can't form tackle everybody. So yeah, I don't know, man. The coaching thing, him talking about coaching, even though I agree with it, is actually kind of funny because, you know, Bill Belichick looking like he about to get fired in the day now. <laughs> he like, yo, these coaches is buns, Bill. I mean, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, first, and also, also, shout out to all the Patriots fans that was, that was going off on me on social media years back when I was like, Mac Jones was going to be the worst quarterback next to Zach Wilson in that draft. Now I was wrong. I was wrong. Because Trey Lance apparently is worse than all because he doesn't play. But there, it was like there was no starting quarterbacks in that first round but Sunshine. Because who else got drafted? Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. I think there was wasn't there five quarterbacks drafted that first round. I think it was five. I can't remember who the fifth one is. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of unusual. Like you know, like I said, people were like, "Oh yeah, we got the next Mac Jones, or we got the we got Tom Brady's replacement," and then if somehow he gets into a Pro Bowl over Josh Allen. And people are using that to gas themselves up. And now, wait, did he get? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he got uh, in the Pro Bowl over Josh Allen. Or did he get in because Josh Allen decided yeah. not to go? No, Josh Allen was voted in because Nick Wright loves to talk about that. Oh, okay. He was like, "Oh, Bills Mafia couldn't even get Josh Allen into the Pro Bowl." So, um, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's just, it's just, I, I still enjoy the game of football. You know, I still watch it. I don't watch it as much as I, I watch it more than I have been now, thanks to the podcast. But um, I don't, I don't watch it as much. I used to watch, you know, sun up till sundown. Um, a lot of times we're recording during either Sunday night or Monday night football. So I'll miss a lot. I'll miss those games, but. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, 
it's in it's an unusual situation um, that the NFL's been going through because, like I said, guys are still getting hurt too. Like you know, key players are still missing the whole season. So mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. that's because of that. Is that a lot of injuries not a contact because of that turf? You need to do something about that grass situation. Yeah. How the hell? Frank Wright got fired today. How the hell does Ron Rivera still have a job? Because you remember when they lost, you told me the score, and I was like, oh, Rivera getting fired. Then they fired Jack Galileo. And I'm like... He must have more power in that uh, front office than people want to give him credit for. (laughs) He definitely getting... getting, I'm like, how you fire the DC when you gave away the two best players on the line? Like, (laughs) what were he supposed to do with the defense? You gave away my two best players. Or... Nah... Yeah, what would you want to say too? <laughs> no, I think that I think the two best players on the line are in the middle. No, what's his name? Sweat Sweat was definitely the best, the second best player on the line. Um, Pain Pain is the best. Um, that is Jonathan Allen. That it's Chase, yeah, Chase Young is definitely the worst. But he was getting better though. He was improving this season. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm good on him. Has he done anything since he's gone to San Francisco? I feel like I haven't heard heard about him since. Uh, I think he had a sack and a half against us, but that was about it. I thought he. Oh, I'm tripping. That was that was his past game. I, say, I, I thought Trevor Trevor Lawrence didn't get sacked. That was his past game. He didn't get sacked. Um, I mean, again, I. I I'm try- also how does I don't understand this Nathaniel Hackett thing I don't understand it also you want to know what you're we we need to bring this back what do you mean it's easy to understand no 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 I'm, I'm going somewhere I'm going somewhere because, you know and I, I know where you going but I, I feel like that's not an excuse but Boyle is to keep getting them checks goat <laughs> goat player yo he's not really he's a he's a third string he's not getting checks the fact that he made the nfl throwing one pick or one touchdown and 13 interceptions in college Look. That, there's no reason why him and Hackett should be on the same team because one can't coach and the other can't throw. Look, if if Spurgeon win can get drafted over Tom Brady, <laughs> and I think he had, I think he had terrible numbers as well in college. I'm not surprised about Boyle. Say. Like, Spurgeon win. I think he had like 24 career interceptions in college. And he got drafted. I'm not surprised about Boyle. Yeah, just, yeah check my work on the uh, on Spurgeon. Or was it that he completed like four? Yeah, I think they both completed about the same amount of passes of the completion percentage around nope. 48%. Nope. Spurgeon Wynn was a far better player than Boyle was. <laughs> and he was drafted sixth round. What's Boyle's first name? Tim? Tim. All right. Look, Spurgeon Wynn. Sixth round draft pick. 55% passing complete um, percentage. 24 touchdowns, 19 interceptions. Far better. So who the hell was the guy that had more interceptions than touchdowns the year they got drafted? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, was somebody in that Tom Brady draft that they said uh, had uh, more interceptions and touchdowns. I think it was their final year before. Yo, something in the league. God dang it. Something in the league. I, didn't even, I thought he was like a rookie. How he been getting five years of NFL checks? Five seasons of NFL checks. 
he's been on the practice squad. Yo, nah, 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 man. Nathaniel Hackett should not be that, keeping that, guys like this employed. For real. For real. This is a I, I just looked I just looked up his um his uh his, his career team history and he was drafted to the or he was signed, he wasn't drafted, thank God. But he was signed to the Packers when Nathaniel Hackett was there. This is a complete Nathaniel Hackett was in somebody's ear and was like, look, we need, you know, just in case Zach don't work out, like there's this guy named Tim Bo- What film did they watch to make them believe that this guy was an answer at any level of quarterback, even including practice squad? I can't even throw a ball 20 yards and I can complete passes better than him. I can answer that question. What's that? They didn't watch film. They just signed him because he knew him. He's like that's that, that's the answer to that question. It's like how much film did they watch? None. They just knew him. It's like they knew of him. <laughs> he seen him practice, so he said, "Hey, sign him." Yo, you need somebody comfortable on Aaron Rodgers. After I I pointed this out. I have pointed this out about Nathaniel Hackett's career. Nathaniel Hackett had one season where his team was rated over 31. I'm not even exaggerating. Where he was the play caller, where his team was rated over 31st in scoring. One season. One season. What was that? Jaguars 2017? I don't know what Jaguar year it was, but I think they were ranked six in scoring. I'm about to pull up what the what the Jets are ranked in in, in scoring right now, because this then probably, you, probably you know usually, you know usually when somebody has um the worst uh, like a team players only meeting, usually somebody gets fired or cut soon after. The Jets front office has to be the worst because nothing's happened. I know Zach Wilson technically got benched, but yeah. he was a, he he was somebody who should have never been on the field. He you can't draft a guy like that number two overall. Like on some real jump. Like again, what there was nothing about Zach Wilson from pedophile you that made anybody believe that he should be a, the set. They were like he had Aaron Rodgers qualities. What throwing the ball at different angles. So then, why didn't y'all draft um, uh, um, Patrick Mahomes years ago? Like, what the hell? Is, like, what are you talking about? And don't look. This isn't even revisionist history. The Jets have never had a quarterback as good as college Patrick Mahomes. Never, ever in the history of Jets, it's never happened. College Patrick Mahomes. The college Patrick Mahomes was a. It was a gunslinger turnover guy. My point exactly. My point yeah. exactly. So what's it called? Boyle is on the team because now I really, I really believe Boyle's on the team because of Hackett and Rogers. So because Rogers would because you could have somebody that Rogers knows that's gonna be behind him, and Rogers. <laughs> No, I, just and, uh, about this. I just thought about this meme I saw where they said, <laughs> they said, they said, they said the Jets showed up on Black Friday giving discounts at Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that just had me crying. I was like, look, y'all ain't going to keep coming for my squad. Uh, 30th. 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 Because yep, the Giants the are thirty first, and uh, what's it called? Yeah, the Patriots yeah. are uh, the yeah, the yeah, Patriots yeah. are last. They became last when they uh, only scored seven points. You know, nah, how they're ahead of the they're ahead of the Giants by half um point two points per game. Yeah, they said uh the Patriots have the Patriots defense has given up ten points twice and still lost. <laughs> you remember that happened to the Jets last season. The Jets get the Jets had three games where they gave up um they gave up ten points in two of them and eleven points in another one. And they lost all of them. 
How does that also real? I didn't know what the cap hit was for him, yo. There's no reason why he should have been on the team. Then he goes, then he goes all season. Whoever they bring in, I'm gonna give them hell. And I said, you've already given the other 52 men on the roster hell. We don't need you to give any more hell. We need you to, we need you to repent for your sins. And what does he do? He comes back. The Jets. Uh, what was it? They said somebody somebody put this stat that said the Jets hadn't scored a touchdown in like 36 quarters. The Jets offense. I'm like, you have Brees Hall. You should have been able to get a rushing touchdown or something. You know what? You know what I think I need? You know what I think I think I need you to stop doing, Lando? What's that? It's saying that the Jets need to start taking for specific players because it never works. <laughs> never. Never. You need to stop saying Never. Because you wanted Reggie Bush, you made the playoffs. <laughs> on real jump. Now, we're not going to make the playoffs, but like on some real jump. And they're still like, oh, if Rodgers can come back by December, we got a shot. No. Shoot yeah, it say- down. They say that this dude could practice this week. This week, yeah. Like, why? Just I just don't understand this hope that the Jets have. When he got hurt, you should have just take the seat. Yo, immediately. <laughs> they shouldn't even have tried to win that game. You over here, over here getting energized, saying we can still win. We can still win this. No, if I'm see that, if I'm the owner, I'm being like, look, put Zach in. And hit him with that uh hit him with that Tommy DeVito work. I don't want him throwing no passes. <laughs> no <laughs> passes whatsoever. <laughs> and that's just, you know the sad thing? I think Tommy DeVito got as many passing touchdowns as Zach Wilson this year. Matter of fact, I'm gonna look that up. Cause this is and also look, the rock the keep getting them checks. Hall of Fame is getting deeper and deeper. You got Tim Boyle. You got Zach Wilson. Zach, I'm saying Zach Wilson. People might say they disagree. I'm, I'm, I wish we had a podcast back then. Because I'm off record saying Zach Wilson wasn't even good enough to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. And if I can see that, how did, oh, yo, NFL, hire me. Hire me as a scout. Because if I could see Zach Wilson wasn't that good from sitting on my couch watching two highlight highlights, those are his best plays. And I'm like, he ain't, he ain't even a backup quarterback. And his, his best plays, two highlight tapes. How is it possible that y'all got people you paying six figures to intricate money to, to fumble that up? My, my, my. No, then they fumbled. Matter of fact, just fumbling up. Period. By have by beating the Rams on a random Monday night to get you into the second seed <laughs> or the second overall pick. I hate you. Pick. I hate you. Now again, Sunshine. He's. he's it, it feels like he's plateauing a little bit, but he, he, um um. Of course, he, he, I I think he's gonna get better, but. I, it feels like he's plateauing a little bit. But Sunshine is far better than any quarterback the Jets have had in my lifetime of watching football. In my lifetime of watching football. I started watching football around 93, 94. So that's 30 years. That's 30 years. And we've never had a good quarterback. And yes, I'm including Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Um... What the hell was I needed to look something up? I forgot what I was supposed to look up. Uh, I was thinking about Buns players. See, now my memory is Buns because I'm thinking about these Buns ass players. I don't know. It'll come back to me. But yeah, um, so. Oh, you were going to see. Uh... 
I think you're gonna see how many touchdowns uh, Zach Wilson. That's what it is. Yeah. I know I know how many. I know I definitely know how many Zach got. Uh, <laughs> definitely know that. You just did that, Brid. Dig your bridge. Tommy D. Oh man. So touchdown Tommy. While you looking that up, yeah, we got the uh, correct. We got the Bengals on Monday night. This dude got seven touchdowns and three interceptions, and Zach Wilson has it's either five or six. And Zach Wilson's played like twelve games, ten games. This is preposterous. This dude got to be the worst. And the sad thing is, dude, on the one one of the games that Sun played, DeVito, they only let him the ball, throw the ball three times. They only let him throw the ball three times. So he had a game with three pass attempts on some T- Tim Tebow stuff, and he got more. My, my, my. My, my, my. Yeah, that's just how it goes sometimes. Huh? Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Tommy DeVito had his first start or his first snap against the Jets three weeks ago, I think it was. And he already got more touchdown passes. And that's how you know. Matter of fact, I need to look that up too. I need to look that up too because these dudes is trash. You should not be this buns. As an NFL roster, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, it's magic. Oh, my God. So, look, you know what? I need to F with my Giants fans again. Because I've been talking about Daniel Jones all season. Buns of Plenty Jones, to me, is the worst quarterback in football. Uh-huh. And technically, he probably isn't the worst. But because he gets paid so much and does so little, I think I'd give him, I think I'd knock him down one. I, he's probably better than Zach Wilson. It's between the two of them. New York City should not have such bad quarterback play. But anyways, everybody was blaming everything on the offensive line of the New York Giants. Since Daniel Jones has been gone, since he's been gone, he, <laughs> the offensive line has played better. And he had two touchdowns. Two passing touchdowns. And I think he got both of them in the same game. Um, when they had that comeback win against Arizona. Bruh. It was the comeback win against Arizona. So he... <laughs> No. <laughs> Garbage, man. Yo, they really watched him play NFL football for five seasons. was like, that's the guy we need to pay. My, my, my. And they watched Saquon Barkley in the same amount of time and said, that's not the guy we need to pay. Jeez, that dude. Yo, when your coach trying to show you the clipboard and he just fling that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey man, what we need to do is guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know he's the problem. They like, no, it's the offensive line, man. It's the play calling. All of a sudden, Tommy DeVito throwing tutties. Tutty throwing tutties. And how <laughs> y'all win a couple games. Tyrod Tyrod Taylor played better. Thomas DeVito played better. But for some reason, it was coaching and the offensive line. You did not want to blame the buns-ass quarterback y'all saw for five years. What the hell? Why are fans so stupid? Seriously. Y'all pissing me off with your stupidity. Every single one of y'all are stupid. People try to talk to me about Aaron Rodgers. I was like, yo, he's injury-prone as hell. He's He's going to get hurt. If he does survive the season, he's not going to be good all season. What happened? He got hurt. Three plays into the game. 
oh man, well, you know, Zach Wilson, he's playing a little better, you know, and and and, and Nathaniel Hackett, I literally had somebody tell me on Instagram that Nathaniel Hackett is a good OC and a good play caller. Russell Wilson was the problem. And look at what we have here. We still can't score points on offense. Everywhere that man goes, people want to know why he can't get scored points on the board. Freaking Tony the Tiglet. Can't stand that dude, man. I'm sick of these. I'm sick of New York. Everything in New York is trash. Everything in New York is trash right now. Everything. They ain't a good team in New York. Freaking Yankees can't even make the playoffs. Playoffs? And only, like, really? The Yankees Yankees can't make the playoffs. Yankees can't make the playoffs. Mets can't make the playoffs. What's it called? (laughs) Rangers and the Islanders. Brooklyn is like Brooklyn still want to keep uh, Ben Simmons around. It's like what? what <laughs> I, I don't even understand this. I don't even understand this, man. I'm so ashamed to call myself a New York sports fan. Also, real job. Also, real job. I don't care what anybody got to say. I'm switching teams. I'm switching teams. I can't do this anymore. Even being die easy, I get pissed off with these people because I just watch it every single season. Now, I'm not one of those, oh, it's going to be our year we're going to win the Super Bowl. But every year, we just uh, suck. I can't even switch to another New York team. We just suck. We just suck. <laughs> all of them. All of them. All of them. Where do I live? I live in Virginia. God dang it. They ain't even no better here. Where do I live? You said what? You become a Cowboys fan. Nah. The Eagles. Nah, it's Washington here. NFC East Country. <laughs> no, no, this is NFC East Country, but Washington is the is the is the state team. Cow, you know, it's Cowboys Nation, so the Cowboys fans are everywhere. But I don't think I know anybody who's a Cowboys fan who's not from Texas, who's a Cowboys fan and and not a Lakers fan. It's like those two teams go hand in hand, which I don't understand because you think you would root for teams that win often. Like this, like, like, you know, at the time the Lakers were- It's a nostalgia thing. No, but at the time the Lakers were cooking, like the Cowboys weren't cooking. Did the Cowboys win any Super Bowls in the 70s or in the 80s? No. Okay, so like, yeah. So it's like you watching the Lakers, you watching Showtime Lakers, you watching them go to the finals all but one year of the decade. And you were like, yeah, let me be a Cowboys fan. Yeah, the Cowboys barely. Yeah, the Cowboys were on the decline in the 80s. That's what led to... uh... To the sale of the team. Yeah. And the manager getting fired. Um. So, was there anything else you want to talk about? No, not really. Okay. All right. Sorry, y'all. Like I said, it's gonna be a quick one because we're having some audio issues and stuff like that. Um. But I'm gonna say my parting shot first. I, right. I was I was having this situation on, on Instagram. I'm always debating with somebody on social media. But there was a video that you know, I came across and the guy was like, I took this girl to a five-star restaurant and, you know, she, they, she was eating kind of sloppily, had like some pasta and she, like bit the shell of the lobster. I don't know why she would do something like that, but, um, but that's what she did, you know what I'm saying? So instantly I noticed something about this video. They were playing like pretty loud hip hop music in the background. So they were, I was like, this ain't no five star restaurant. I said, this dude or whoever this posted this video made this up trying to embarrass this person for God knows why. 
So some dudes came to the defense and it was weird because there's this one guy who said, now, this is my comment. Lying about taking a woman to a five-star restaurant is hilarious. Y'all do anything for likes and views. So some random dude goes, what the F did you just say? I said, read it slower and you could get it. Sound it out. <laughs> so he goes, I, I can read just fine. You you just have you just don't know how to write and got bad grammar. What? So what I think what happened was he he was trying to say like that I was that I didn't know what I was talking about by saying that this this person wasn't at a five star restaurant. I think that's what he tried to say. But then when I insulted him, he tried to insult me back. And I was like, nah. I said, there's a lot of people who are, we, there was actually three conversations that were going on in this thread. Uh -huh. um, so I was like, nah, nah, there's a lot of people talking in this, like everybody knew what I was saying. I said, so no, like you, you need to sound it out. Read it slower, sound it out, and then come back to me. And then he's like, and and I'll, and, I'll, I, and so he said, I forget what he said. And I said, it's crazy how you're the only stupid person here. And I was like, so move along with the clown stuff. And he's, so he starts, he's like attacking my grammar, which I don't know. He never said what I said grammatically wrong. So I literally said, I said, no, this, this, this sentence has a subject and a predicate. That's what a sentence needs for structure. So go back to third grade and learn how to read or get back to the hooked on phonics lessons. I don't know what you do. That's between you and ABC House. So then he goes, he goes, um, no, nah, people ain't checking you on your grammar because they don't want to embarrass you. I said, right now as we speak, there are 209 likes and you're the only one who don't know what I'm saying. Sounds like a you problem. I say that to say this. There was a lot of guys thinking that I had agreed or disagreed with the post because um, I wanted to hook up with the girl because the girl was like a rapper, nice body, showing her body off, big butt, all that stuff. And they were like, oh, you know you don't have a chance with her. I have, my Instagram picture is of me and my wife. It's of me and my wife. So I, I'm not agree, disagreeing with a guy just because there's an attractive woman on, it's because he's lying is why I disagree with him. The guy, the restaurant she was at, because it was like, oh, I wanted to take her to Cheesecake Factory. She said she wouldn't eat Cheesecake Factory. So I took her to a five-star restaurant. The place, so where the person messed up was the, the video had the restaurant's QR code in the video. So I pull up the restaurant and it's not a five-star restaurant. It's not. And those who may be listening to this. Is it a place called five-star restaurant? <laughs> no, there's nothing five stars about this. It's just, it's, it's actually about like a Cheesecake Factory level restaurant. The most expensive item they had on there was a $54 steak. The girl's lobster pasta cost $29. That was the most, now they had some expensive wine. They had like a $900 bottle of wine or whatever. But this place was no five-star restaurant. 
And I'm like, and then people were like, there's no such thing as a five-star restaurant. Yes, I know there's no such thing. Technically, you can only get three Michelin stars. But that's not, when people say five-star, they usually use that grading system for hotels, but people equate it to high-level restaurants. So I understand that. So then when people couldn't beat me on the restaurant thing, because I was like, I literally posted the website of the uh, of the um, of the restaurant. So I'm like, y'all can look. I'm not making this up. He's lying. <laughs> it's this is the restaurant. Here's the menu. And so I'm like, but everybody was making it seem like I wanted to either hook up with this girl or I'm um, a simp or something like that. And it's just like, no, agreeing with women or disagreeing with men about women does not make me somebody trying to hook up with another woman or somebody who's trying to um, simp for somebody. I am the furthest thing from that. All of y'all need to stop that. Y'all really, this whole gender war thing that y'all on, y'all really need to stop that. We all need each other. It should not be men versus women. I promise you, that is not the way to go. It's never been the way to go on either side. Like even when you see women saying like these, how to treat your man stuff and they be like, oh, did he pick you? Oh, you must be a pick me. I'm like, what are you, shut up. Just because they don't agree with your nonsense don't mean that they're wrong. Maybe wouldn't. Maybe your life wouldn't suck if you actually listened and took some damn advice. That's that's why that's why you don't know what's going on. That's why you got no blessings. You know what I'm saying? Like freaking um, Ti son that looked like Grover from 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 the freaking Muppets. Like he never, you saw him like not taking no lessons from his dad, and now he had to get choked out. Son should have been, son should have been choked out. Like if I would had a reality TV show, like I'd be, I, they would call me the worst. They would cancel my stuff in a heartbeat because I put hands on these kids. Like he, he must have thought his gangster like was hereditary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, my dad was a thug. I, that means I am too. I stand on business. Like, okay, stand up. <laughs> stand up. Oh, no, you sleep because you got choked out? Yeah, oh, stand on that. <laughs> stand so, in the yeah. corner, dick. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like, but at the end of the day, my, ultimately, my part shot is shut up with this whole gender war thing. Y'all all be lying. Y'all do stuff for likes and views. All of you are stupid. All of you are stupid. And I'm like, look, and, and, and so I was like, you can literally get out of that restaurant without spending $100. I tell y'all, I've told people on this podcast, I don't leave, I don't take my wife out and not spend $200. And I'm not going to five-star restaurants. And also, Stop talking about cheesecake. Well, I don't know what made y'all love Cheesecake Factory so much. They food outside they cheesecake is trash. It's trash. It's pure bums. Stop, stop defending Cheesecake Factory. The food is bums. Period. Top five most buns, nice restaurants I've been to. I'm a matter of fact. It was like two years ago, they finally started giving you soft butter for the damn, um, you remember when we went there and they had that cold, hard, rock hard butter? They had that rock butter? Yo, that freaking, yo, that, you, you freaking scraped the whole bread off and still got the butter attached to <laughs> F Cheesecake Factory, stop defending that place. It's trash. Oreo dream cake though, fire. Everything else, trash. That's my part shot. My party shot is to uh to your son, my nephew Link. 
shuffle well. Because I don't know what you did on Sunday. But shuffling wasn't it. And we were both at a disadvantage because we were we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh. We're both at a disadvantage because neither one because <laughs> I've never played nor tried to practice with that damn deck that I could that I walked up on you with <laughs> and didn't lose a single life point. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love you, Lake, but you gotta do better. That's my part. Alright, y'all. Well, we love y'all. Hopefully it sounds good. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week.